Hello, and welcome to this, the twelfth edition of Sound Teaching. Being a full-fledged and practicing member of the world entitles one to many things considered precious and valuable. To be a Christian necessitates abstaining from some of these worldly advantages. The child of God, however, is not overly concerned with missing out on worldly favors because they have something much more valuable. In fact, they have sundry things more valuable than the possessions of people who are worldly. Those who are not saved may have all that this life has to offer, but still are truly impoverished in God's eyes. Now following are seven things the unsaved do not have, and they serve to illustrate the importance of being a child of God. First, they do not have God. Paul, in speaking to the Christians at Ephesus in Ephesians 2.12, had this to say of their lives before they obtained salvation. He wrote that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. And one can't call God his father if he is not a child of God. Those who are living in sin are without God. They call him father, father, but live in rebellion to his will. They claim love for him, but do not heed his call. Truly, they are strangers from the covenants of promise. Second, they do not have Christ. As the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 8 and verse 9, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. The same thing mentioned before concerning the Father can be repeated concerning the Son. A profession of love and fidelity for Christ makes no difference when a sinner is living in rebellion to him. He said, If you love me, keep my commandments, and he will accept no less. The unsaved have no right to claim any relationship or closeness to the Messiah. Third, they do not have life. This comes directly from the fact that they do not have Christ. Note the plain statement made in 1 John 5 and verse 12. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Or the statement that Jesus made that no man comes to the Father except by me. Those who are not saved do not have Christ. In fact, having Christ and having salvation are synonymous. Without Christ they have no spiritual life. Their end is eternal death. Fourth, they do not have peace. The Roman writer, in speaking of those who are under sin, comments in Romans 3.17, the way of peace they have not known. It's an interesting phenomenon that those who have all the world has to offer are often the most unhappy. The world does not offer a man peace in his soul, only torment and unrest. For a man to have spiritual peace, he must embrace the embodiment of peace, Christ himself. To refuse that is to relegate oneself to unhappiness and unrest for all eternity. Fifth, they do not have hope. In Ephesians 2.12, the statement is made that sinners have no hope and without God in the world. Now, hope has been defined as desire and expectation. The Christian can desire to obtain heaven and reasonably expect to obtain it. The sinner, however no matter how much he desires eternal salvation, can't reasonably expect to obtain it. Any hope he has is a false hope based on false beliefs, 
All spiritual blessings are in Christ. Without Christ, there is no hope. Sixth, they do not have an excuse. On the day of judgment, God will not accept any excuse for unbelief or disobedience. In Romans 1, in verse 20, the Apostle Paul writes, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. All men can understand the power and authority of God. Therefore, no man can shirk his responsibility to God without suffering grave consequences. Seventh and finally, they do not have an escape. Grave consequences mentioned above are culminated with this point. The Hebrew writer asks the rhetorical question, How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? The answer is, of course, we shall not escape. The neglect of salvation seals the fate of the sinner. Rest assured that the unsaved will not escape the condemnation of hell. The Christian misses out on much the world has to offer. However, he has more precious things the world can never hope to give. He has God the Father, God the Son, spiritual life, spiritual peace in the depths of his soul a reasonable hope for an eternity with God and an escape from the condemnation that will entrap so many souls. This shows the importance of being a faithful Christian and enduring to the end. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the Westside Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.